Bottom line is, it's sacrifice. And, um, you know, when you really love what you do, it really isn't going to be hard um, because that's really what you're going after. It's a passion. Um, and, and, you know, bottom line is, is you, you go after what you love. And, and that's basically what we did. So the parties that we missed, it was no sweat off our shoulder. I really could care less. To inspire podcasts. I'm Jerome, I'm a youth mentor, entrepreneur, and I'm here to bring in my life, bring in my world, drop a lot of jewels and a lot of gems. And if you take 20% of what I say and apply it, you definitely make some change in your life. So I'm back with another episode of this amazing podcast. It's back in full effect. We're looking at like the next six months to really kill 22. This is me speaking to existence, you know, and um, yeah, man, I'm feeling happy where I am right now, man. And I'm really, really like focused. Like literally, super laser focused right now, and I'm I'm really looking forward to like really sitting down with some people and really having really good conversations, and um, that's really what it's about, you know. And when I started this, like back in 20, like lockdown, it was literally like finding something creative to do, you know. And um, I got inspired by somebody I saw, and I really was like, okay, cool. I want to do my version of this, like a podcast on your own. Like no one does that, right? It, you know, so it's about really just projecting, um, you know, your ideas and thoughts. Like I said, 20%, I drop a lot of jewels, man, a lot of stuff. And I feel like for me personally, I just love it for myself to vent and myself to learn and myself to grow. Because again, I'm I'm on the same journey you're on, you know, the, I'm not any, you know, better than anybody. I just feel like I just like to share knowledge and I love it. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we don't know when we're going to go. So at least the content that we put out online, you know, whether it's audio, video, even music, you know, it'll last forever. You know, what we create lasts longer than our life. And, um, you know, that's what it's, what it's about, really, just putting things out there. There's, there's things that even now I can go back to, like, five, six years ago online saying the same thing, you know, and, like, videos online, and I just like it, you know. I like sharing information. Um, and, and I remember talking to somebody... Uh, recently, um, he's called Seb the Mortgage Guy, and um, I met him through Ernie Leisure. He was on a webinar, and um, he, he basically helps people get mortgages, and he's a young black man like myself, and he was saying that basically, we're so accustomed to hiding, I'm not sharing, um, that's why we don't get anywhere. So in reality, yes, back in the day, it was about that. It was about, okay, whoever knows this information is going to get to this place, and we're going to keep it in the circle, because we don't want it to spread. Now, this is the information generation. This is, you know, the internet is like literally at your fingertips. Everything starts off the internet. You know, Google is like everyone's best friend, you know. So anything you want to do, man, is there. Like literally, there's no excuse today. The only thing holding you back is yourself. That's a fact. If you want to get into stocks, if you want to get into trading, if you want to get into crypto, if you want to get into business, if you want to get into real estate, if you want to get into just anything in the world, I'll be honest with you, it's on the internet. Literally. And that's how I start, you know. That's how I start. I go on social media, I go on YouTube, um, I look at the apps that are coming out, you know, everything is there, you know, and it's about really, to be honest, not getting overwhelmed because you can easily jump on all these platforms and you can get like overwhelmed with what you've got to do and how you're going to start and, you know, it can be like a rabbit hole of like, you know, a quest of finding out what the next shiny new object is, right? But, you know, for me personally, you know, everything is about inspiration. That's what, you know, for me, that's why I call my... Um, charity desire to inspire number one is literally my life I feel like I love inspiring people I love someone says I've done this because of you you know and I feel like literally it gives me purpose it gives me meaning I feel like 
everything I do is never from a selfish place. It's always about how can I help you grow? How can I do this for you? And, you know, I care. And even seeing someone grow in front of your face, no better feeling. No better feeling than seeing somebody that you planted a seed, you know, become a tree or, you know, whatever, fruits of the labour down the line. It's just amazing. That's why I always want to make sure I can give people as much as I can in the time I have, you know. They say I talk for England, but I feel like, you go, I don't want to plug my book, but, you know, why conversations matter is because they really do matter. It's really about opening your mouth, having dialogue, having a conversation, and a real, real good podcast with guests is that, you know, it's not about this super structured thing. We're going to sit down and just learn of each other, grow of each other, learn different ways, different perspectives, ask questions. Questions are the biggest thing you can do because it's the bed of curiosity, you know, and if you're super inquisitive, you learn. Um, if, you, if, you, if you're proactive, you learn. So I feel like everyone needs to really understand that, you know, if you have the conversation with the right person, you literally, your life could change. They might say one line to you. It's not about the whole conversation and that might put you in a whole different di direction. I'm not even going to talk too much about uh, something that got put online about myself. And I feel like when he said that, that made me even go back to even, that was said in 16, 17, 2016, 17. And I'm thinking, wow, that stands true even to this day, what I said to him. So I give thanks that he's even giving me my flowers now. And like, friends are calling me now, like, because I put everything on the internet, right? <clears throat> so friends are calling me now. Um, and they're saying, like, they're proud of me because they knew me when I was like 17, 18, when none of this existed. But the seed was there. You know, I was always ambitious. I was always a leader. I was always driven. I was just born with that. Um, so, you know, people that knew me then, you know, saying, wow, this guy's on it, you know, he's serious. And, you know, so I don't know, who knows? Maybe I was born with this drive, maybe, you know. I feel like you have a boom of it or you go through a significant event which makes you change and be focused. Um, I genuinely believe that. And, um, yeah, man, it's just been a good day. I literally just got up early after, like, a long night. I've been working all night, man, because I was just, like, you know, doing so much things. I was really trying to, like, you know, utilize, because I work in schools and, you know, I've got a week off and stuff. So just trying to utilize the most of this, like, seven days I have. And, um, you know, again, meeting new people, having conversations and understanding that literally, like, at the end of your life is about the relationships you formed. Your network is really your net worth and spend time building your brand, but building relationships as well, man. Like, really understanding that literally, um, you know, everyone you meet, um, you know, it can be a passerby, you know, or there can be someone that's going to stay. Um, you never know who or when that person or who they're going to be. Um, so there's people that are in your life for a reason, a season or a lifetime. That's a real line. And it's nuts for me personally, because I've had people that have been in my life for a short stamp of time and the things they said and the experiences I had with them last me to this day. And that's why, again, that guy would say that, that I said to him how many years ago. So, even that, I just respect people giving me my flowers and making me feel like, wow, like, what I say and do actually does matter, you know. Um, but anyway, man, I'm, I'm back for another podcast and, um, you know, I'm really looking forward for, you know, the end of 22. I've got a lot of stuff planned, a lot of stuff going on. Super active, super busy. Um, and, you know, your input determines your outputs in life, man. That's the number one fact. And, like, if you work towards something, you're definitely going to get something. Um, so definitely what I would say um, right now is entrepreneurship is a creative 
thing. Meaning that for me, it's, it's based on a bed of ideas. You're literally one idea for becoming a millionaire, right? And Brian Tracy has a line and you literally, all you need is an idea that's 10% new to make a fortune, right? Uber and Deliveroo, all they need to do is systemize it through an app, you know, make it flexible for their workers, you know, make it easy for people, you know, make it, you know, everywhere, you know. So expect when you have an expansion, um, I just went to a um, private members club, right? An induction. And they were talking about how they started and like how they just flourished and really looking about the people experience. And what that stuck with me is when um, um, Andrew Schultz, anyone knows about Andrew Schultz, started Bucks, Starbucks coffee, man. And he, he brought the coffee machine. The story is he brought the coffee machine into the store. And that's what made it big. Say with McDonald's. Again, it's just an idea, right? And an idea in McDonald's is that they wanted to put the factory in the shop. It's genius. That's all it is. It just takes one good idea. And I see that's my standpoint. I feel like, you know, in a couple of years, it's about managing, overseeing the business um, from the top of the pyramid and thinking of the next new idea to innovate. And, you know, I drop the book actually I was about to, uh, about to say, um, which is basically called The Ten Faces of Innovation by Thomas Kelly. And if anyone doesn't know what innovation is or, you know, don't understand, you know, for me, when you, once you think outside the box, once you're creative, um, and once you learn from your mistakes, that's what innovation is. Innovation is from curiosity. Innovation is just a brand new, sometimes it's something that's like super outlandish, but I feel like you always have to try ideas. You never know what ideas are. You might think it's silly. You might think it's like not possible, but definitely put it into practice is what I would definitely exercise like any idea. And because I come from a musical background, that, that's what we do as, uh, as people that are creators is that we're creating ideas, we throw away, we start again. That's just what business is about, is creating up new um, ideas that can actually push um, what you're doing in your brand further. So I will go through the 10 innovations. So they go into brackets um, and I'll basically talk about each bracket and what they mean. So first one is learning. Um, and then that would be like um, an experimenter. Uh, the second one is organizing. That would be a hurdler, collaborator, or director. And then the third one will be building, which would be experienced architect, set designer, caregiver, and storyteller. So I'm not going to go too much in detail. I just want anyone, if you want to go and Google what the 10 faces of innovation are, you know, you have to just go and break that down. But in a nutshell, it's just about you either going to make ideas from learning, from making mistakes, or you're organizing, so you're going to put things together or people together to build and make ideas uh, of different perspectives, um, or or building, you know, if you've done one idea and that's birthed another idea. Um, so definitely, if anyone's going to get the book, please go and get that book. And um, yeah, that's my first book drop. And um, one of the things that kind of brought to my attention recently is like, I've never met an entrepreneur that does one thing, ever, because I feel like as people... A personality is, is like a um, a mixture of things, right? You could be happy, a sad person, up, lift, down. That's just how people are. Like, people might even say it's bipolar, right? Because you're one way, next one. But I feel like a personality is that, right? You can't always be one way. You can't always be super happy or you can't always be um, super sad. You have to have a balance. Your life is about balance. So, you know, when I see entrepreneurs, they're always doing more than one. Even me, like I do so much things like, because I just like everything. I want to try everything. And like my ideas, when they come out, I want to put it into action. And that's what mine personally comes from. And I definitely am fighting with 
um, I wouldn't say fighting with, but that's definitely a challenge is like trying to focus on one thing at a time. So there's nothing wrong with doing different things, but if you're trying to like in a day or in a week or even in a month trying to do too much, then nothing gets done. And that's what, you know, prioritization will come into it and organization and all this stuff. So, you know, even though we're doing it on a daily basis, we're still architecting what we're doing and trying to perfect it all the time. And, you know, definitely I would say that, you know, entrepreneurship is a sport um, and it's something that you do because you like. It's like you're choosing to do these things. So, um, and things change, you know, plans change. And sometimes you might feel, okay, this is not working now. I'm going to go and jump on this. And then you just get inspired as well. You might get inspired by something that will spark another business idea. And then you go run with that. Um, but I'm definitely going to drop this book because it helped me. Um, and it's called The One Thing um, by Gary Killer. Um, and it's a really good book. And it's basically saying the same thing, like I just said, like just focus. I think that's the main thing. It's about focusing on it until it's finished. Focusing on it until it's complete. Doing enough work so you can see the market as well. Because some people have ideas and then, you know, once I put it in the market, then it doesn't work. So you need to know so many variables about, you know, your target audience and all this other stuff. And if you're not really sure, then obviously it might not be the business for yourself. Um, but definitely, man, like work rate is something that you need. You need to definitely work smart, not hard, and understand what that even means. And when I done sales, it was just really about ratios. Um, and, you know, when I done door to the sales, it was like, okay, we're going to use the laws of average slash 80-20 rule. So, you know, 80% of your time, um, you should be getting twenty percent of uh, the results um, if you if you're doing the most important things, and that's how close you are to your goal. I think the reason why people don't get close to the goal in a certain amount of time is because they're procrastinating, they're not prioritizing the most important tasks towards their goal. They're doing things that's less important. That's something I've had to learn myself. So definitely, if anyone doesn't know about the eighty twenty rule, uh, this book is called the eighty twenty your life. So it's about working less, worrying less. <laughs> And, and succeed more and enjoy life and it's by Richard Koch and I feel like yeah that it's just, that's what it's really about man it's about really like looking at the ratio of things you know sales is about that you're never going to be 100 for 100 if you're going to that's your that's your number um, and you have to really work through the pain and I think I've talked about this before like if you get 80 no's in a row are you ready to go for the next 20 and still believe it's possible um, and belief will get you through that you know and consistency really is the the driver to that like persistency persistence sorry always pays off like and again you have to do something you love do something you're passionate about because when you persevere through all of that and you get the result trust me and then you build you build um your strength as well you know because life's not not about what you want life you know doesn't always go to plan and you have to be ready for that mentally you know and the reasons why businesses fail is because people just simply give up. They don't keep going. They just stop. Um, so the last thing I'm really going to drop is just specifically thinking about, we spoke about already sales. Sales is based on, like I just said, applying the laws of averages, applying eight twenty rule, continuously doing it, learning and growing through the process and reflecting as well. Um, but definitely one thing that a lot of businesses, I feel, need to work on the most is marketing. Like, Knowing, let people knowing about you, letting people know why you're different, explaining why you're different, just really becoming a really good seller in a picture and really be able to convey whatever you're doing, your products or service, 
to whoever needs to buy it or know about it or refer it or whatever it is. The best way for me is word of mouth. The best way, because it spreads the fastest and it's free. So if you really know why people buy, go into psychology, understand, um, you know, the art and the science of it. <laughs> and this is another book I'm going to drop. And it's really, it's literally called The Art and Science of Remembering Everything, um, Moonwalking, right? And it's by Joshua Fosser. Really good book. And I saw someone reading this in a bar and I really want to understand what this book was about. And he said to me that basically, and most books, like most books I read and most books we all read, there is a, there is a, what's the right word? There's a formula of how it's written. So the basis of this book is we learn from stories, right? From we're young, we're reading stories of things and then that's pitch, painting pictures in our minds. It makes us remember it much more. And that's what people do. Like literally like my book for the month is called Failing Forward by John Maxwell. And in the book, it's literally talking about how somebody persevered. If anybody read The Alchemist, that's another book as well, where it's just a story book, literally. And sometimes we feel like these books are just going to give us, they do give us gems and nuggets. And some some books give you action takeaways. But the best ones that make you remember is if they tell a story. And that's what um, that book is about, Moonwalking. Um, and yeah, man, and like, if you want to make money in business, you got to really know who your target audience is. I think that's really the, the meat and bones of Avos marketing. Who are you talking to? Do you speak directly to who are buying your product or service? And if you're broke, your clients are going to be broke. That's a fact. So you need to have different levels of clients. You have to have high-end clients, medium-level clients. This is just my advice. Um, but if you really want to make the big bucks, if you really want to understand that, you know, if people want to buy a service, money should be no object if you want to make it. Um, so I would say... You know, target to people that money is no option and they're really looking for the good service. They're not looking for the cheapest service. They're looking for something that's going to make you and them be long life um, partners in business and people that want to be in business with you for 5, 20 years. That's what you want. They call it a life cycle of a customer. You don't want to be with someone for a year and then they're moving around. You want to create a family and a brand, a value of like, we trust and we know these people are going to look after us and we're going to grow with them. Um, and it's good for the customers as well. They like that. They like the fact they started with you when you was here and now many years later, they're still with you. It's amazing. And again, they're always going to come back and they're always going to easily, without even telling them, repeat, refer and all that stuff. So if you know how to market, it's definitely a skill that you have to learn. It's not easy. When I first started, I hated promoting myself. I thought it was cheesy. I thought it was annoying. I thought I was just spamming people on the internet. But again, there's an art to it. There's really a psychological art to it. And one of the best people that I feel is like a really good marketer is uh, Dan Kennedy. And I got uh, shown to him by a guy when I had my studio called uh, Patrick. And he basically showed me like, you know, the perception as well, like painting perceptions and, you know, and Dan Kennedy wrote a book uh, called No BS Marketing to the Affluent, right? And that's a really, really good book about understanding why wealthy people buy. And you can literally make um, more money if you just have five good clients, right, that are all well off, money is no object, and you just serve them to the best of your ability. And that can differ. Like, you might want to go to the people that um, you want to support, but then the numbers are going to be higher, you know, because obviously, well, I don't know if it's real, but there's more rich people, there's more poor people than rich people. Um, I feel like, again, going back to the 80-20 rule, I feel like 80% um, of people are poor, middle class, and, and the 20% are rich. Someone needs to chat fake me. I don't know if that's real, but I definitely know that 
there's more people in poverty in my maybe around me in my circle so anyway we're here we're grinding we're shining and we ain't gonna stop man and i just want everyone to just listen to this and do what you love try everything you're young if you're younger than 50 like you got time and I, the one thing that i want to just leave with this is that i went to an event like years ago and it was talking about like business and how you can get clients and how you can make money and transcend from you know working to having your own business successful business that's turning over a massive profit and i saw this lady and she was basically pitching me her business and she's done it so well 30 second pitch amazing and she was 75 so i don't want no one to say it's too young it's too late it's your mind you're holding yourself back by these negative things and they go in your brain and then you believe these things right they become embedded so your subconscious man you've got to put the power and the energy into achieving your goals don't put yourself down you can do anything you put your mind to you just got to keep working this is jerome from desire to inspire podcast